0: Well, I again, all your birders and uh, also potential birders out there. Boy, I have to tell you what a couple of weeks we've had down here, especially here in KwaZulu Natal. We've had so many floods and so many bad things happening to a lot of houses down here. So, and also in our, a lot of parts of our country here in South Africa, the floods haven't been very good. And um, it's uh, really wanted to talk to you a few weeks ago about with all this flooding and the damage. We found it very, very difficult uh, to get this out as per usual. But the team at Chad Sapphire are incredible. They're so resilient. They just carry on doing what they always do, and they do f- fantastic work. And it's, uh, it's purely up to them that, that we can actually uh, get all the stuff posted again. So um, um, I was a bit late because they were ready for me some time ago, but I was late because you might hear it now. But I think my voice is a lot better now, but I've been battling for about two weeks with a very bad, uh, anyway, it's not about that. Let's not talk about that. Let's uh, get into what we're going to talk about this week. And uh, I'd like to talk to you guys about pelicans um, here yeah, in South Africa. Not sort of pelicans around the, the world as such. But most of the stuff I'm going to say is relates a lot to the normal brown pelican or the other pelicans that are all around. But I'm going to talk a little later about the pink-backed pelican and the great white pelican. Those are the two species that we have here. And southern africans. They are um, the pelicans and, and sort of their relatives. They've got like web feet, very strong short web feet which help um, them swim around fairly quickly or uh, especially when catching fish as fish is their primary source. Um, quite a few of the species actually dive or swim underwater to actually catch, uh, catch their prey. Um, and in general are these uh, Graceful flyers—you must see them in the sky. They look so beautiful when they fly. They're so—I don't know—looks like one of these big planes that just you think would never get into the air, and yet when they get in there, they're so graceful and so big and slow. They look slow, but uh, they're really, really graceful. Um, but uh, let's carry on with these uh, pelicans. They are—they're found in all the continents around the world except one, and that's Antarctica. As I said before, they, they're fish eaters and they thrive mostly near like rivers and lakes, deltas, you name it, estuaries. And um, a lot of them are actually confined to sort of coastal regions um, and others range a little bit greater into where there's big lakes in the interior of, of, of some place. They actually fly a long way for food sometimes from where they are actually nesting and uh, they will hunt for their... Uh, the fish are the singly, they'll go around, and or they go in groups, which I'll talk about just now. They'll actually go in groups and they'll herd the fish, um, especially the great white. I mean the great white pelican, which I'll talk about just now. And uh, they'll scoop up the fish with their beaks. Then they'll drain the water from their pouches, because they've got these beautiful big pouches under their bills. So if you look at a picture of one, you'll see they've got these big, big, big bulls and these huge pouches. So what they'll do is they'll, they'll get the... Uh, the fish, in, the fish will land in the pouch, and then they'll drain the water out. And you see them going sideways, and then they kind of like swallow their prey after that. And uh, when they are doing this, this is when the gulls and terns attempt to steal the fish from their beaks. It's quite crazy seeing them around and um, seeing the, the gulls and that trying to steal from these uh, great big birds. Um, they're known also to dive into the water at you know, very high speeds. Uh, to actually capture their prey. So, you know, they're they they're very efficient bird catchers, let me tell you. When they, as I said just now, when they actually capture their prey, you know, the pelicans, um, you know, a lot of water comes in and then they, 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 they shake their heads and that from side to side. And the moisture that they've got, um, which helps them a lot, results in a sort of um, cooling action as well. So when you see them in this, like, fluttering motion that they can be... Uh, Observed in when they're sort of just cooling around in the water, Uh, it's it's them trying to cool off as well, especially on a very hot day. Um, A lot of the pelicans, but you'll find it mostly the great white on Savrek, but around the world, the six to eight or even more will sort of gather in a sort of horseshoe formation in the water, and then they'll start feeding together. They'll dip their bills and and sort of unision. It's like watching a a little show with play. They dip their bills <laughs> all at the same time, chips, creating a little circle of, of, of open pouches and um, ready to trap any fish that's in the area. So as they are coming around in their horseshoe they'll all dip their bills together and uh, the, the fish will f- swim away quickly and they'll swim into a pouch. So it's, it's, it's really really great to watch these uh, beautiful birds feeding. Um, most, as I said most of the feeding is is very cooperative and done in groups especially in sort of very shallow waters where uh, you can actually coral the um, fish schools quite easily um, but they're also known to uh, forage on there on by themselves they don't necessarily do this um, trapping in, in a group but they also go there on their own they love to swim as i said before they their they're feet are like webbed which uh, actually helps them glide through the water very, very easily. Um, the other thing is w- w- when a pelican sleeps, it actually stands up, almost like stands up in a way, and it'll actually um, um, either stand and, and sleep or it'll lie on their belly, and then they'll also have a little um, rest with that. The, the interesting fact is, um, especially if they're in a sort of uh, sea area or an estuary, they're known to drink uh, 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 saline water and they've got this kind of desaline, desalination filter, as it were, um, which actually helps them get rid, get rid of the salt in the water. And so it's, it's very, very fascinating way these birds are actually designed to catch fish and, and to help them, especially in the sea water. Because, you know, if you're catching fish, where are you going to go and get fresh water? You're going to be catching fish. In the same place as where you um, basically um, fishing so it makes sense that you're going to be able to drink that water as well so it's actually very interesting as i said now they've got very strong legs and and with these little webbed feet they will propel themselves and um it also helps them you'll see when they take off they actually almost like take off very awkwardly but uh, their legs just sort of propel them forward uh, that's why they've got their very strong legs, they're very heavy, they're heavy birds, so they're, these like web feet will actually propel them forward, and then it'll help them sort of get a bit of speed, and then they'll sort of take off from the, from the uh, water surface. And in flight, they are so elegant, as I've said earlier, and um, you'll find them, their head is actually held very close, and aligned with the body, and they look very, very graceful when they're actually uh, flying around. Okay, so let's talk about now the, uh, the two that we have in South Africa, the first being the great white pelican. Let's, let's start with that one. Um, the only places we will find them in, in, in South Africa or Southern Africa, well, let's talk about South Africa at this stage. Um, actually, the only places I think they normally breed around, I think it's about three main coastal sites. Uh, you'll see them up there near Volfus Bay, up there north, um, you know, up the western coast of Cape, up the top there near Valfus Bay, in the western Cape region, and then in the Natal area at Lake uh, Seleucia, and KwaZulu-Natal. So if you're looking for the breeding areas where these things are going to be, the great white pelicans, those are about the best way to actually go and find them. They, they're fairly big birds, and they have this huge wingspan, around about three and a half meters, and um, when you look at the male and the female, they have a very much, very similar sort of coloration, uh, except that the female has a much longer crest, you know, they've got these lovely little crests on top of their heads, and uh, they normally have like an orange facial skin. Um, and, but the male has like a very swollen, knob-like forehead, <laughs> and the color's much more pinkish, you know, with, with, uh, with the male. But their whole body is white, both the male and the female. Both have um, bright, very bright yellow pouch, which actually, during the breeding season, funny enough, gets a little duller. You know. So, um, <laughs> talking about breeding, let's just go into that little fact, which is quite interesting. Um, uh, these great white pelicans, they they are monogamous, uh, but they're known to be uh, not quite faithful during breeding seasons. <laughs> They sort of hang around in the, <laughs> excuse me, in the colonies, and the and the males will sort of gather in a little area and they raise their bulls and you'll see them sort of spreading their pouches, opening their mouths, and doing a kind of like a mooing noise. I'll play that just now for you, so you can actually uh, hear the noise. With it, they tend to be very silent birds. You know, they don't make too much noise, but it's like a mooing noise that comes from them. And uh, if the female is around and she's ready for breeding, she'll join these colonies, and so. You know, a few males will kind of pursue for a while, but the dominant male, you know, he'll win in the end, obviously. And then the two will go and find a little nesting ground, which is usually like a little scrape in the ground or something like that. Uh, The male will then go and find the sticks and fetch him and the female will uh, build the nest. And then obviously uh, they will copulate and they will normally lay the eggs. And we're all about three to four days uh after after the, they've copulated uh, the eggs will sort of come out and then the, the the male will help the female sort of incubate them um during this time but they're both as I said they've, they've they're fairly big birds they ran about just over the three meters i think somewhere around about there I'll get the exact measurement now um but they uh they're bigger than the the, the pink backed pelican because no about sorry three meters it's about two and a half, two point something meters. Um, let me get my fax right here. <laughs> I don't know where I got that from, so please apologize for that. Um, the, um, the great white pelican goes up to about 1.7 meters and the um, pink pack goes to about 1.28. So just from that those measurements alone, you can actually tell that the uh, pink pack is slightly smaller than the um uh than the great white so it's almost like half a meter in a way 1.28 1.7 so we're looking around about you know just under half a meter difference and uh the the pink pack has a very pale grayish type plumage and it's got a slightly uh, sort of pinkish on the back which you can't really see because when it's standing and it's got its wings folded you, you can't actually see the pink part of it it's just like a little bit more duller than the um than the great white. Its pouch is also like very slightly pinkish and, and not as bright yellow as, 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 as the great whites as I mentioned earlier. Um, they're not really common birds uh, as the great white and they can be found mostly along the coast of Natal, um, upward, you know, just along the edge, go around towards Okavango and up that way where the wetlands are. And as I said before, the, the wetlands or the estuaries so, Natal most probably all be the wetlands and I mean the estuaries. The Nokavangas, there's a lot of um, wetlands around there. They are generally very gregarious birds. Uh, they're talking about the uh, pinkback now. Eh? <clears throat> they spend about a quarter of their day sort of foraging there. They don't sort of go around much with, with groups, uh, as I said before, but most pelicans do. They'll most probably forage by themselves. Slowly during the course of the day, and I then, as I said, they spend about a quarter of the day um, foraging for food, which is mostly fish, and uh, the rest of the day just loafing around or helping with the with the babies, you know, once they've got it. But um, uh, because normally the great white pelican, you'll see them around with the comrades, they all sort of hang around in the trees together and um, loaf around together. Um, but the other interesting things. Um, I've I read about this. I haven't seen it myself. Is that the um, the pink back pelican has been seen to, like, pluck figs off trees? You know, so they'll sit on a fig tree, and I will just pluck uh, a couple of figs off the tree. So that's fairly interesting. The males, uh, as per the other um, the other pelicans, they will sort of hang around in an area, and where the male wants to build its nest, where it's got its nesting site. It'll do its display over there. And any passing female who comes around the site sees it and then will come around inspecting. And then once she decides that this is the man for me, the two will sort of, um, you know, make that area of their own area. And then they'll start putting the... The male will go and get the the sticks and then bring it back and the female will start making its nest. And then they'll also copulate and, and, and have their little fun there. And... Um, then they'll have their the eggs normally around about four to six eggs uh, which they normally incubate for about they both help with incubation and uh, probably incubate for just about a month and uh, yeah very 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 interesting the, the, the other thing is if you see the um, the pink pack pelican uh, when they find a tree they they will try and find a, a nesting site uh, like in a tree but the higher ones will be taken first because they try and get uh, higher ones so they can see what's going on around them. And so you'll see the almost like the subordinates will be on the lower nests. Um, so the king of the castle is generally the king of the castle, as it were, and the low ones are basically subordinates, as it were. And, uh, and the interesting thing is they'll, they'll come back to the same sites again every year, and but they will build new nests on the same sites. So very interesting. Uh, as I said, they've, they'll lay about four to six eggs, and uh, which will be incubated for about a month, as I said. Um, the I just love these birds because, you know, watch them just floating around. They look like little tugboats on, on the water, but they're so beautiful to watch. So just look out for the, the size. If it's very white and slightly bigger, it'd be definitely the great white. And the pink back is much more duller and more of like a pinkish, as I said, uh, bull. Uh, with like little yellow stripes on uh, um, on its lower area, so you know. Look for these little birds. They 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 really are beautiful. Okay, I'm now going to play for you the sounds of these birds. So, just about ready for you that now. Okay, I'm going to play you the sound of the pe- uh, the pink-backed uh, pink pink-back, uh, um, pelican. That's what it sounds like. Trust me, they don't make they're a, a silent most of the time. So I just wanted you to hear this. Okay. okay Hopefully you got an idea. Now I'm going to pay you the sound of the um, great white uh, pelican coming up now. a bit different, a lot, lot, lot more grunt, grunt-like, almost like a, I don't know, you work it out for yourself. Right guys, and gals out there, um, all of your fellow birders and hopefully soon to be birders uh, want to come out and go out to the lakes and go and look for these beautiful big birds we just spoke about i hope you enjoyed this it's a, v- a very short um chat that we've had this time around but um i'm going away for a couple of weeks and i'm coming back and we'll carry on as we were so um until next time from um ellen cheers and um all i can say is happy birding